Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you seeing what's happening right now? As Taylor Swift moves through the room, the local economy around those tables improves. Taylor Swift isn't your run-of-the-mill pop star. And the Grammy goes to Taylor Swift. Her megawattage shifts stock markets, changes the industry, it even breaks records, like at the Grammys last weekend, when she became the first person to win a fourth Album of the Year gong. All I want to do is keep doing this, so thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do what I love so much. Mind blown. Thank you so much. Seven days on, it's another busy weekend in Swift World. She's flying from her world tour in Tokyo to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas just to support her NFL-playing boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Turns out a relationship with Travis Kelsey is quite popular, generating an extra $330 million for the Chiefs and the league this season. This all seems rather charming, romantic even. But the impending US election, mixed together with the paranoid theorising of right-wing internet culture, has gobbled all this up and spat out one hell of a conspiracy. It's not about her as a person, it's about the machine that's around her and how they can use the power of her celebrity. If Taylor likes something, they love it. And then there's whatever Benny Johnson is writing on Twitter. It's all fake. Taylor Swift exposed as a Fed op to rig 2024 election for Biden. Yes, you heard that right. We'll explain. You're listening to Stories of Our Times, from The Times and The Sunday Times. I'm Luke Jones. Today, Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl plot to swing the US election. I'm Ben Hoyle. I'm the foreign editor of the Sunday Times. But before that, I was for six years West Coast Bureau Chief for the Times, in which capacity I followed the Super Bowl and also the rise of Taylor Swift from a very big country and Western pop crossover star into something approaching the gigantic superstar that she is today. You say you followed the Super Bowl. Did you become an American football fan? 
Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I still. Yeah, you sound so unsure when you said that. <laughs> you can say no, we won't judge you. I loathe it. Uh, no, I, I think there's lots, lots wrong with American football, but I have sadly become very, very keen on it, and have you know followed the playoffs this season. I never managed to convince my family to follow suit. I did drag them along once to a Los Angeles Rams game, but they were never very keen to go back. <laughs> they feel more strongly about Taylor Swift, more positively about Taylor. And I think it was really having two daughters that got very into Taylor Swift that I think first made me aware of quite what an extraordinary, unique pop culture figure she is. And when it comes to spending a fortune on a stadium visit, they're much keener to see Taylor Swift than to see another American football game, that's for sure. Fair. Um, and obviously we've had this crossover of Taylor Swift and American football with her dating Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. who are appearing in, in the Super Bowl this weekend. Just explain for us how big a thing the Super Bowl is. The Super Bowl is probably the single biggest television event of the year in the world, I would imagine. I mean, certainly in American terms, whether you're into football or not, it's one of the most quintessentially American events and they take enormous pride in it. It's just massive. But in a very 2024 twist, (laughs) the issue, I guess, surrounding this Super Bowl is... Well, it's quite a mad conspiracy theory as far as they go, I would say. I don't know. Explain what is the what is the concern doing the rounds in, in some circles. So, as you mentioned, Taylor Swift has, for the last few months, been going out with one of the star players of the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. He's a tight end which is like it's like a kind of speedy winger in rugby but bigger basically he's one of the greatest players in the world and it's been this huge kind of cataclysmic celebrity phenomenon a source close to swift tells nbc news the pair is hanging out oh i've been researching if travis kelsey and taylor swift are actually dating and the evidence is everywhere We posted, of course, a poll on X of what should their couple name, should they be a confirmed romance? Here are the results. Trailer, Trailer. Tavis, Swelsey. Do you guys have a favorite? Anyway, Taylor Swift, for reasons that we'll go into later, is a unique figure in, in the crossover of politics and culture. And since she started going out with him, and since it got to the end of the season when For a long time, he wasn't having a great season. His team have suddenly got really good again. And now they're in the Super Bowl, the climactic game of the year. And people on the right, particularly on the darker reaches of Trump world, are speculating that the whole of this is some grand conspiracy in order to basically create the maximum possible media exposure for Taylor Swift to come out and endorse Joe Biden for 2024. So let me get my head around this. The suggestion is that the Biden administration or parts of the deep state trying to support it think a Taylor Swift endorsement is is such a big prize that we are going to rig the Super Bowl so her boyfriend's team gets into the Super Bowl final, wins it, and that will make her even more famous. She will then endorse Joe Biden and everyone will vote for us and that will be fantastic. I think that's probably the sober version of what they're proposing. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is that nuts. And it's been everywhere in the last few weeks, this completely wild theory. 
there's a deniability to it. Like, is it just pure theater and just people having a laugh on the internet? But the, hmm. the attention it's generated, the level of conversation around it has taken on a life of its own. Conversation where? Uh, conversation on social media, in the pages of the newspapers, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, Newsweek have all devoted considerable editorial space to this particular subject, largely discussing how ridiculous the whole idea is. But the point is that it's kind of, in a way, like civilized this totally nutty theory and, and brought it right into the mainstream. And you have had talking heads on television, talking about this quite openly as well, saying that this relationship is a fake, it's a deep state plot to make her more famous. You have. So there's, there's Vivek Ramaswamy, who ran against Trump in the Republican primary and for a brief period looked like he might actually emerge as a really serious challenger to Trump, but now seems to be largely auditioning for the role of most obsequious possible vice presidential candidate. He posted on social media a few weeks ago saying, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month, and I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially, culturally propped up couple. And not just would-be candidates, but also on, on some of the big networks, Fox News in, in particular. Yeah. Hosts from that have been talking about this even. A host from that, Jesse Waters, said, have you ever wondered why or how Taylor Swift blew up like this? I like her music. She's all right. But I mean, have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. I mean, obviously, needless to say, there's no evidence for any of that. Yes, yeah, we should get that in yeah. quite early. And it's an interesting welding, isn't it, of, of two sort of cultural phenomena. One is conspiracy theorists thinking the deep state is so powerful and pervasive and controlling that it runs these kind of psychological operations to get people to do things that it wants to do. And also this internet phenomenon that's existed for a few years of thinking that all of Taylor Swift's relationships are fake and publicity stunts. So it's these two worlds joining. Is there actually any logic behind this in terms of are celebrity endorsements for people like Joe Biden such a prize that in the strange world of a conspiracy theorist, you could see why they would want to go to, to such lengths to orchestrate one? I suppose 2016 is the most interesting test case for celebrity endorsements in recent years, because Hillary Clinton had just an incredible kind of glittering array of super famous endorsees, mm -hmm. including Beyonce and Jay-Z. I want my daughter to grow up seeing a woman lead our country. Bruce Springsteen, Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry. So here's how I'm going to use my voice. I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And she obviously lost. I suppose on the other side, though, you would say that the entire Trump candidacy in 2016 was a kind of endorsement of celebrity. It was Trump's television fame that helped provide the fuel for his extraordinary run to the White House. So it showed that people really do connect with what a famous person, whose views they really care about, what that famous person thinks of who should be in the White House. And the thing with Taylor is that Taylor Swift is just a unique figure in American, even global pop culture. Behemoth. 
She is. I mean, it's it's not just all the records that she's smashed with her world tour. It's not just the record-breaking wins at the Grammys last weekend, but it's also the sense that people just connect with her. Just a vast number of people connect with her in an extremely personal way and that she manages to straddle political persuasions for the time being at least, in a way that is extremely unusual amongst major cultural figures today. Yes, and she does manage to, as you say, straddle all those different areas. I mean, there's the big sort of like pop hits like Cruel Summer. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Which is still in the charts here in the UK from her latest album. But of course, she had country roots. We don't have a song. And he says, Our song is a slam of screen doors, sneaking out it, tapping on your window. Our song, people remember from when I was young, that was her in a sort of proper country days. The first date, man, I didn't kiss her and I should have. And when I got home, for I said, Amen, asking God if he could play it again. So you can imagine there being people from around the political spectrum, and especially independents as well, who she could appeal to. She is not a absolute cutout Democrat or Republican? No, I mean, you know, Taylor's different because she came out of the country and Western tradition, which is typically fairly rooted in quite conservative values. Her career began when she was very young, still a teenager, in Nashville, in the aftermath of the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, who had been Mm. just one of the biggest acts in not just country music, but the whole of American music. And they spoke out against George W. Bush and the war in Iraq in the early 2000s. And as a result, they were blacklisted from the country music scene and their career never recovered. The whole thing that happened with the chicks had a huge effect on Taylor. And as a result, for the first 12 years of her career, Taylor Swift kept completely silent about what her private politics was. And yet we've had a bit of a shift in that, haven't we? She's gone to be increasingly small P political and then even big P political. Well, absolutely. She broke her silence on politics in 2018. So this was uh, a midterm elections, basically Mm. Congress and, and various other smaller positions. She endorsed a couple of Democrat politicians got involved with politics or religion. Yeah, but this is on the home front. And also, back in the presidential election, I was in such a horrendous place that I wasn't going to pop my head out of the sand for anything. Later, we all got to see in the documentary that came out on Netflix, Miss Americana in 2020, the sort of behind-the-scenes agony of making that decision. I just really want you to know that this is important to me. I totally agree with the issue. Have you heard Yes, I've read the entire thing. And the bottom line right now, I'm terrified. I'm the guy that went out and bought armored cars. I worry for her safety as much as anybody does. Maybe more. She just feels now that she has to be on the right side of history. And since then, she went on in 2020 to endorse Joe Biden. 
having not endorsed Hillary Clinton in 2016. She's also been really involved in political issue-based campaigning rather than for particular candidates supporting the LGBT community, those sorts of things. And also policy areas that have directly affected her in the past. Um, Many people will be aware of of the idea of artificial intelligence deepfakes and there's this awful trend now whereby people apply that to pornography and can put someone's face or body in pornographic videos that they've never appeared in. That happened famously to Taylor Swift and so she's actually made that an issue which she's campaigning on and it is making a bit of progress with. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just another demonstration of her clout, basically. She has not just a huge number of supporters, but she has a huge influence over those supporters and therefore Mm. she can move the needle on issues like that. So if I'm 705-year-old Joe Biden and I'm looking at (laughs) 34-year-old Taylor Swift and thinking, I'd like her endorsement because she will do this for my re-election chances. What is the... What is the this? What what is he hoping for? I mean, there's the usual politician thing of hoping to look kind of connected to youth culture. But also very specifically, this is an election where the youth vote is potentially decisive Mm. and where the suburban vote is very likely to be decisive and where the female vote is critical as well. Taylor Swift is an enormous influencer in all three of those demographics. Coming up, there is, would you believe, a waffer-thin bit of truth to this bonkers conspiracy theory. Democrats are trying to court the powerful influence of Taylor Swift, but how much sway does the Taylor Swarm, as it's known, actually have? Could she swing an election? Or just shake it off. That's in a moment. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ben, a moment ago, you were explaining how the Biden campaign is trying to court the Swifty vote, her endorsement, not in the wild way that some conspiracy theorists would have it, you know, saying the deep state has fabricated her whole career and her current relationship. Not that, but they do want her endorsement. Is Taylor Swift a safe bet to ally yourself with as a politician if you're Joe Biden? I think she's as fail safe as you could get. There was a poll by the American market research company Morning Consult that showed that 53% of adult Americans actively identified as Taylor Swift fans. 53%. And this is at a a time when Americans can't agree on anything. You know, they're such an incredibly polarized country and people are so sunk down into their silos. Everything is refracted into the various culture war positions. And yet they do agree on Taylor Swift. Further down the polling, it said that 45% of those who voted for Trump saw themselves as Taylor Swift fans, and 58% of those people who voted for Biden saw themselves as Swift fans. So if there's any public figure who would hold the key to unlocking the undecided votes in the middle, then Mm. it's quite likely to be Taylor. That's quite incredible. Is there any evidence in the polling that people would actually listen to what she says would be swayed by her in any way? Well, there is actually. So there's some recent polling for Newsweek suggested that 18% of voters would be more likely or significantly more likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. At the same time, 17% said they would be less likely to vote for a candidate uh, backed by Taylor Swift. And there was just over half were not particularly fussed either way. Mm. So you might think that that would sort of come out in the wash, that the similar-ish numbers would be swayed one way or the other. But what's really important is the Gen Z vote. There'll be 8 million new Gen Z voters eligible to vote in 2024, apparently. So that's, mm. those are people who have reached the legal age to vote in the US in the last three or four years uh, and are now able to vote for the first time in this election. Those numbers are more tilted in Swift's favor. So three in 10 voters under 35 say that they could be swayed by an endorsement from Taylor Swift. And it may not just be a case of persuading them to vote for Biden rather than to vote for Trump. It's really with voters of that age It's much more about a get out the vote thing. So if you think persuading young voters to vote in Britain is difficult, voting in American presidential elections is just insanely difficult. In what way? You get a bundle of papers like a sort of telephone directory where you have to vote for so many different things all at the same time, all the way down to like who's going to be on the board of your 
local schools. You'll have yes. ballot measures on do we legalize marijuana in our state. So mm. there's, there's just there's an off-puttingly enormous amount of paperwork involved. If Taylor can convince an extra half a million people in the key swing states to turn out mm. and vote, and they vote Biden, that could be an absolute game changer. In the last two elections, the actual destiny of the White House has come down to a few thousand votes in a very small number of states. Yes. So Ben, if we, if we honed in on what Taylor Swift's influence could be on yeah. maybe Gen Zers, but also it could be, you know, suburban millennial mums in their um, 30s, late 30s, geriatric millennials, as I always <laughs> um, laugh at hearing them referred to as. Um, if that's just one part of this great big puzzle that is the 2024 US presidential election, what are the other things at play here that could affect the result? Because there there's quite a lot going on. There's quite a lot of constituencies, happy or not happy with various candidates. Yes. I mean, I think it would be a misleading simplification to say that whoever Taylor Swift supports would, would <laughs> yeah. automatically end up waltzing into the White House. There's a lot of very big live issues around the economy, around people's perceptions of the economy. So the economy in America is doing brilliantly. Most economists seem to agree that it's doing very, very well. But the perception hasn't caught up with that. And there's a real schism in America as to whether people feel that the economy is working for them or not. So that's one huge thing. The economy is massive in every election. Also, foreign policy, typically not something that moves the needle in the presidential election. But in this election, it's looming really large because you've got Vladimir Putin and Ukraine. Biden wants to keep funding the war in Ukraine. Trump wants to just end it. And then most recently, the Israel-Gaza war has created a huge headache for Biden because America's historic support for Israel, which is something that Biden can't really be seen to undermine, has put him in conflict with younger voters and with Muslim voters. And then finally, the issue that's defining American politics right now is the America's southern border, which has become mm. hugely weaponized by Republicans. They're pretty confident that on that issue, they can keep chipping away at Biden's support. So you've got mm. those those three huge issues which are not going anywhere soon and which Taylor Swift has little control over, it would be fair to say. Well, 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 ex well, this is my sort of final point because, and I'm loath to end every US politics edition of, of Stories of Our Times with a US public discourse point, but with all of those serious, serious issues in play, why do you think, you know, a tantalising thought like, could Taylor Swift you know, nudge Joe Biden into a win? Why does that take hold so much in public discourse? I think because you know politics is messy and politics is complicated and conspiracy theories arise partly because we have this human need to turn things into stories that have nice clear narratives and have good guys and bad guys. And there is an attraction for lots of people in putting famous faces onto all of the storylines here. So, you know, mm. the idea of strings being pulled behind the scenes to make Taylor Swift this kind of invincible, decisive tool of dark, malign influences is kind of irresistible for a certain kind of person. You've got the coincidence of this like super polarized moment in American politics, this really messy presidential election campaign between two old men that Americans don't want to see running for office ever again, and they got stuck with both of them. 
And you've got this kind of super wattage of Taylor Swift's current white hot superstardom. All of that adds up to this sense that you have this one extraordinary figure who somehow has to belong in the conversation about what happens in 2024 in America, whatever that conversation is. So Mm. whether the conversation is who's going to win the Super Bowl or who's going to win the election, somehow becomes obvious that it boils down to a country and Western turned pop singer from Mm. Pennsylvania from a Christmas tree farm. You have been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times, with me, Luke Jones, and my guest, foreign editor of The Sunday Times and authoritative pop sensation, Ben Hoyle. If it wasn't enough Taylor Swift to start your weekend, could I strongly recommend you check out an episode we did last January, How Taylor Swift Became the Voice of a Generation. This episode was produced by Taryn Siegel and Sean Bradley, the executive producer was Fiona Leach and sound design was by Mao Lasetto. If you can, leave us a nice review. It helps other people flicking through the same podcast app find us. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>